Namaste, and welcome to our continuing series, Savitri is the Message, with our beloved Alupai. We'll be on page 180, but I have to skip a little bit to, to bring you into this, because it is a very difficult section. It is Canto 6, The Kingdoms and Godheads of the Greater Life. No one had been here before but Sri Aurobindo. So we have to reach very high into the intuitive plane to catch something of what he is telling us. I'll skip a little bit to give you an introduction. <coughs> On every plane, this greatness must create. On earth, in heaven, in hell, she is the same. Of every fate, she takes her mighty part. And we move on a little bit. When most unseen, most mightily she works, housed in the atom, buried in the clod, her quick, her quick creative passion cannot cease. And I'm coming down towards the end of the page. In realms confined to a prone circle of death, to a dark eternity of ignorance, a quiver in an inert, inconscient mass, or imprisoned in immobilized whirls of force, by matter's blind compulsion, deaf and mute, she refuses motionless in the dust to sleep. Then, for her rebel waking's punishment, given only hard mechanic circumstance, as the enginery of her magic craft, she fashions godlike marvels out of mud. In the plasm, she sets her dumb, immortal urge, helps the live tissue to think, the closed sense to feel, flashes through the frail nerve, flashes through the frail nerves, poignant messages. In the heart of flesh, miraculously loves, to brute bodies gives a soul, a will. A voice. So as we see, this is a passage when Ashwapati is passing from the little life to the kingdoms of the mind, from the life to the mind kingdoms. There are two very interesting passages, or rather three very interesting passages. Passages, I mean, cantos which are described, realms. So this is the greater life. So greater life, unlike little life, little life is the life which is bound to our immediate material view of things. Little life people are who just are confined to what life is, the kind of stark realism. This is life and that's all it is. But greater life brings into it the touch of imagination which can take it very far and very high. It can imagine hell, it can imagine 
happens <laughs> it's it's that kind of a power is embodied within it and therefore it awakens the nerve the tissues to dream to wish to hope to strive to conquer even failure and fall it takes as you know a valid price but the paradox is that this does not lead toward the intended perfection it dreams of it has the you know image of the lost eternity i'll just read that part why it is what is it really trying so on the same page below ever she summons as by a sorcerer's wand beings and shapes and scenes innumerable caught yourself imagining things which are beyond what we can even imagine i was going to say what we can conceive <laughs> torch bearers of a palms through time and space they actually materialize here upon earth this world is a long journey through the night the suns and planets lamps to light a road our reason is the confidant of our thoughts our senses are vibrant witnesses they are drawing her signs from things half true half false this what we have to remember <laughs> it's what is called as uh, in another sense it's the valley of the intermediate zone through which one passes now the intermediate zone which can take us to a point where everything seems so wonderful and true you see when people experience uh, don't like to use the word but there's the only word experience love so it is like everything is wonderful what really makes them everything is colored colored with imagination's wings all is wonderful all is beautiful and they wish and they hope that with this wishful feeling they will recreate a universe and it works to a point it works it can go very far but a time comes <laughs> when the flight crash lands and when it crash lands it boomerangs right into the abyss so it's very interesting that after this canto we'll just finish this two lines they are drawing her signs from things half true half false she labors to replace by realized dreams the memory of her lost eternity she has come from very high realm from the original power actually and she has entered into matter and got trapped so what happens when you are trapped in the prison house of matter you begin to dream you know that story of the two people who were sick and one was terminally ill so it's plus first it's plus point then we'll see the other side half true half false so how it serves man so this is a story of two people who were confined in a room in a ward hospital ward and one of them was terminally ill and his bed had a side window through which he could see the scenes outside on the other side was another person who was also confined to bed and he felt miserable that he can't really see what's across so he would ask him what do you see and he would say all the beautiful things that he would see or oh, there is a tree there and this this all the seasons he would describe the trees and he spent his same time so beautifully because of his seeing the trees and the changing seasons and the colors this man's life became a lot more comfortable till one day he died the man who was on the side of the window and so he requested he was shifted to the side of the window and as he looked out to see those things he saw there was an empty wall couldn't see anything so there was this man who had colored everything with imagination 
So mother at one place says imagination opens the path. But to realize things here takes a lot more. So that's what we see in this canto because this is the lost eternity. So all the time life struggles to build perfection. Perfect love, perfect uh, you know journey, perfect understanding. It wants to build that. But not knowing how to do it. It strives and struggles. But what happens at the end? <laughs> at the end it only says in this canto we'll see in the end which we'll just read because this is very interesting. It's one of the fascinating cantos. Oh, yes. So much it creates, creates, creates. One of the long cantos. But mother, uh, mother has told us also about this imagination tree. Yeah. Cassia Fistula, ah. and she has cautioned us about imagination yes. in her comment. So what happens when we live by that? Sometimes, of course, there are people who can get trapped into it. That is obviously dangerous. You know, they, they don't, they are unable to make the difference between fantasy and reality. So here, at the end, 200, page 200, at the end, she realizes that without the divine help, it cannot create what it really wants. It can live in that world, but it cannot really create. And then what it says, Oh, surely one day he shall come to our cry. One day he shall create a life anew and utter the magic formula of peace and bring perfection to the scheme of things. One day he shall descend to life and earth leaving the secrecy of the eternal doors into a world that cries to him for help and brings the truth that sets the spirit free. The joy that is the baptism of the soul. Look how he uses oh, the word baptism. Yes, yes. It liberates the soul from that state, you know, in which in ignorance, darkness, joy, which is the birthright of the soul. The strength that is the outstretched arm of love one day he shall lift his beauties, dreadful veil, impose delight on the world's beating heart and bear his secret body of light and bliss. And then a sobering thought, but now we strain to reach an unknown goal. There is no end of seeking and of birth. There is no end of dying and return. The life that wins its aim asks greater aims. The life that fails and dies must live again till it has found itself it cannot cease. And then the end of this canto is very significant. If one lives all the time in this world, what happens? Initially it's very nice but over a period of time one gets very frustrated because it cannot really create... One wishes uh, that the world, one doesn't wish it because one knows this is not the way wisdom works. But if the world could be created by wishful thinking, but it is not true. It cannot be created by wishful thinking. Wishful thinking can give us touches, hints, escapades. Even a kind of rough planoid life should be beautiful, whatever it means to us. But it cannot be created by wishful thinking. This is one thing which many, many of us don't know. Very fundamental things. There is labor. See, a lot of, I see, marriages dissolve because of this. People believe that now it is Mr. Perfect and everything will be fine. Sorry, Miss Perfect also. But it doesn't work out. Why? Because you have to build it. There is nothing like a ready-made lunch upon earth. 
<laughs> you may imagine it for whatever reason, but it has to be built and created. So, and there you have to go through the law of sacrifice. So at the end, all seems in vain, yet endless is the game. This is the marvelous line. See, each volume of her efforts history, a limping yes through the aeons, journey still accompanied by an eternal no. Yeah. See, people dream magnificent things, you know, if you look back in the history of mankind, wonderful things they imagine and created to an extent upon earth. But that utter perfection is always missing. And that's what Shirobindo turns to find. And it's very interesting. This is a very fascinating tale. It's not about Savitri. It's a fascinating tale of human life and truth that Shirobindo is revealing. So what happens after that? Life has no issue. Death brings no release. All seems in vain. Endless is the game. A prisoner of itself, the being lives and keeps its futile immortality. Extinction is denied, its soul escape. An error of the gods has made the world. Or indifferent, the eternal watches time. You'll see in many of these sad movies, sad films, Are what has God done? Look at this world. Why? Because you wanted to fly on imagination's wings. You can fly on imagination's wings up to a point. There's another line in this very canto. It says, Egos... Moth wings carrying the seraph soul. <laughs> Moth wings. But the soul wants to climb there. So how far it will climb? Up to a point, then it will crash back. So it fails. It's not that the world didn't have, uh, you know, people didn't want that life should be beautiful. Always there have been. But they didn't know how to do it. Because they didn't know that the secret is not just above, it is also below. So we see the next canto. Very interestingly, the descent into night. And here, just first four lines, then we'll stop. A mind absolved from life, made calm to know. A heart divorced from the blindness and the pang. The seal of tears, the bond of ignorance. He turned to find that wide world failure's cause. People want, one day he shall come down to our cry. And yet it ends in tears. Isn't it so realistic? I mean, Savitri is describing our own life. It's the story of our life. And it cannot be till we have gone through the night. None can pass to heaven who has not faced hell. Why? What does hell do? Why? God is not his, you know, he is not like wanting us to go through hell. But hell is a purification process. We cannot. We want a perfect life on the basis of ego and ignorance it cannot be one has to work upon these it, it's just not possible and so there is the descent into night it is like the wings crash the flight crashes and then we go through that process of purification a long process sometimes a painful process but there is no mukti without shuddhi that's what Shurinda. shuddhi mukti siddhi bhukti Enjoyment is the crown of existence, delight, but after the Siddhi. We see so often in our past history how these utopian societies exactly. have been tried Absolutely. and failed, every one of them. Atlantis was one example of his world, you know, Plato has imagined, conceived. Mm -hmm. Such world, such life people imagine, utopians. So that's, as an aside, this reminds me, utopia... 
So people often come. So once I remember one, uh, two friends. So they were saying we thought they were staying in Auroville. We thought it's a utopia. I said yes, it is a utopia. Pause in the making. And if you thought you will walk into an utopia, ready-made utopia, then you won't deserve it. Even in a utopia, you will find fault because you are not ready for the utopia. So you see what happens like Shiva, there is a story in Indian mythology, uh, that mother of demons, Daityas, Diti, she once complained to Shiva, this is very unfair. Why my children are denied all the things that Indra and the cohorts have? Shiva says, yes, you have a point, we have a point. <laughs> so what should I do? What do I do for them? Is it nothing? Tell them I am going to pre- create a Jyotirling out of it. Um, you know, it's uh, Shiva's visible manifestation, which cont- like relics, it contains his power within. So what do they have to do? They have to pray. No, no, nothing. They have to just offer some milk and they will go straight to heaven. Is it that simple? Is it yes? So now when Shiva has decided all the gods are in a problem, then what is it happening? But Shiva has said, so they can't stop. So all the asuras go, they offer and they went, go into heaven. It's something like the Sagar Manthan story, but in a much more simpler way. They are very happy and Indra and that people are, you know, so terribly worried. So they ask uh, uh, Lord Ganesha, is the remover of all obstacles, what to do? He said, don't worry, just wait and watch. (laughs) <laughs> Shiva doesn't do anything without a tremendous wisdom behind. He will. He wants Mother Diti to understand that it doesn't work like that. So he is given a workable plan. They go. They are very happy. So then, after what happens after that? The first thing they spot is Kamadhenu. She is a cow roaming freely in heaven, where you wish fulfilling cow. You ask. And she will give plenty. See the cow of plenty. And you have Kalpataru, the tree which grants you your wishes. Now the asuras start fighting. Who will take the Kalpataru in his personal private home? And who will take the Kamdenu? They start fighting with each other. There is chaos. Till finally, <laughs> in that battle they don't realize, they have stepped out of the boundaries of heaven. And then they are denied a return. Shiva tells them, you were given a chance. So, utopia, this conception of utopia which we carry, is something to be built. This is, a, this is so important. Today, I mean, today's generation, many things wonderful. But in the haste and impatience, what they have forgotten is that all good things have to be built. And the way to build a divinity is through the law of sacrifice. This is there in... The Gita, it holds to You cannot have anything ready-made. Even if you get it, it won't last long. As they say, there is no free lunch. If somebody is offering you free lunch, <laughs> ask, what's it about? No, no, no. It's a free lunch. Okay. <laughs> then you will see how that free lunch can cost you a lifetime. So be careful of free lunches. It has to be built. And the only way to build divinity is not through wishful thinking. It's through sacrifice. Yet, that's the law of the... Sacrifice is not in the sense of leaving, but sanctification, purification. That's what sacrifice means. In the fire, you offer the lower and lesser forms of the same thing. And you'll discover the higher and more beautiful. Sri Sri Aurobindo is not in favor of compromise, Yes, He wants reconciliation and harmony to 
heal these problems. And believe me, there are many in Oroville right now. And I'm in the middle of it. But the thing is, Oroville is a fantastic since we are speaking about it. Look how it has happened. Oroville is the place which is meant for human unity. Ultimately, you know, one of the goals. But human unity in the highest sense. Yes. So, a lot of people came. That was a time when Utopia was dreamt of most. Mm -hmm. Um, It was viral in the atmosphere. Sixties. Every song had the touch of Utopia within it. You know, what was that? Uh, No boundaries. Imagine. Imagine. Many of the John Lennon. Some fantastic songs. If you look at it. Even in India, sixties. Come, we'll go to a place, the land where there is no tears the, uh, below the sky. So there was a tremendous sense of utopia, which was because the new creation had come and oh, one day he shall descend. He has descended. Now all over the world there is utopia. Often people ask that what happened? So that's what they have to understand. It has descended and is working. So what is it working? To purify us. That's what when people went to mother and asked, mother, now that the super mind has descended, I think it was 58, 59, I forget the date. Mother, people have come and they want to meet you. She said, why immediately? They can meet tomorrow. No mother, they have come from a long distance. So they want to meet you. Oh, just because they have taken the trouble of coming with the train, they want to meet me at once? (laughs) Now she is playing. She would meet somebody else at once because she knows the whole thing. No, no mother, then the disciple comes out with the truth. No, mother, they are asking, how will the super mind benefit them? <laughs> Today is huh? Kali's day yesterday, so she gives that Kali. But why should it benefit them? Just because they have taken the train to come here, it should benefit them? No, no, mother, but still they are asking. Okay, tell them, they will get a few blows. <laughs> right on the noses. This is a, right on the noses. And then she describes, she says, the ashram itself. She tried to create a utopia where all our physical needs are taken care of. She says that. Because when she was young, people would say, you know what, basically we are caught up and trapped in food, housing, these are our problems. How can we yeah. devote time to this spiritual pursuit? Mm. She said, I, she took that dream of humanity. And then she said, Ki, okay, then when I came uh, here around the middle, uh, what is called, called as the midlife, uh, I uh, had the means and the divine provided me with the means to create a place where people can be provided for with everything. And they are given the freedom to explore and discover. And then she says, but my experience has been quite the contrary. Hmm. Freedom, because there is freedom, it has Change into licentiousness. Because there is no struggle, everything is provided, it has led to inertia, tamas. And then she says, laments ruefully, she says, uh, I am waiting to be proved the contrary. And somebody was present during this conversation, this is documented in Collected Works of the Mother. He was telling me, you know, that day I was present, and Mother had put her hand over the head. So that always reminds me about the divine lament. And then you will see two different ways of approaching the problem of utopia. One which will quickly we can finish is, and then we come to Auroville, quickly we can finish is, there was a famous so-called saint, so-called, very famous. Now he's in jail under conviction, 
who wanted to create a replica of Auroville, mind you. So what he did was, every country's wonder, <laughs> he built outwardly. They were all residential places. So Taj Mahal was there, Eiffel Tower was there, what else was there, I don't know, Hanging Garden of Babylonia. All these places he built within a large plot of land. A lot of money comes for these kind of things. So he built all those places. And uh, very dark rites and all. Eventually he was murdering all these unspeakable acts and he was in the jail. This is the way he wanted to build Auroville. And look at the mother. You know when she, when the dream of Auroville started in her, when she was very young. And then she says, she describes that whole conversation. You know when I was very young, I am forgetting the age, she also mentions that. She had this dream of this place, Auroville. And she says it was a formation. But then I left it. Because she knew that this formation, imagination is a formation, it cannot be realized this way. So she comes here and then the dream came back, she says when Shurabindu is physically present and again uh, 1940s, uh, Hyderabad, they wanted to give a land and all that money. And it was on the verge of realization except when he put that condition that, you know, there will be no interchange with anybody. It will be like entirely confined to that. But that's not what Auroville is about. So they had to discard the dream. Look at that, you know. Then again he went into the background. Then she says, after the supramental descent, manifestation rather, it has again come back. And then when, uh, who was the architect? Roger. Roger. Uh, Roger. So he says, he caught that formation. And when he came to the mother, mother told him, she knew, so she said, uh, uh, you know, this is the kind of city I want to build. She said, exactly, something like this was going on in my head. She didn't realize that this formation he has caught. This formation was caught even by certain uh, new age writers, you know, who caught the formation but didn't know how to do it. You know, one of the famous books which a lot of people were impressed, who don't know what happened, the fate of the author was Ayn Rand's Fountainhead at Lushrakt, where you know you have an ideal place where you know all these people but this is not what this is not how it can be created now look here how she starts Auroville Auroville is a place meant to realize human unity Tower of Babel in reverse how does it start? you must be knowing the worst kind of disunity you can imagine why? this is the way the divine works and there is something so beautiful in the beginning, he has picked up that which is going to be the real troublemaker. Plunges into the inconscient. Impulses, which are literally almost murderous impulses. They were in the beginning. Anybody else would have said, this is a dream, this cannot come true. But this is not ordinary dream, this is the divine dream and this is how divine works. He doesn't work through wishful thinking. He works by digging the core deep and then building a nice foundation. And today you see, where is, I mean, wonderful, I mean, mm. Matri Mandir ultimately it has been created and the gardens are flourishing. But those who came in the beginning, pioneers, you're one of them. <laughs> you would, I'm sure, have stories to tell. But those who came in the beginning, what, how distressing it must have been. You were, of course, it's wonderful, you stayed. But I am sure there would have been people who just went away. Who could Many, many. Many. How can, you know, this is exactly what happens. 
Because it's a sacrifice. It has to be built. People came over, Auraville is a place where there is freedom, everything is, you know, you don't, I, you don't obey any law. So, so people took it like, okay, I'll go by whatever I wish and feel like. Then mother had to issue a charter. <laughs> charter means what it means. In Auraville, we don't obey anybody, so she had to say, but only the divine consciousness, which is a far more difficult thing than obeying a rule of law. <laughs> so, and what she wanted was a divine anarchy. Yes, divine anarchy. But I'll tell you a little story. Yes, please. To give the opposite I, idea on uh, when I was working for the handmade paper division of the ashram, everything went wrong that could go wrong. I met the number one man in America of Watman Papers, the finest watercolor paper maker in the world. And he said to me, send out these samples to all the great watercolor artists, which I did. And I got these rave reviews back. Mm. So he ordered 500 sheets. Which year was this? Um, Probably around 60, sorry, uh, seven, uh, no, 85. Okay. No, sorry. I've got to get this I right. I mean, mother was physically there? No, or? mother was okay. physically there. So it okay. was before, so it, before 70. It was late 60s. Right. And, uh, yeah, and so what happened was that uh, he gave the order for 500 sheets, which is one ream, huge watercolor papers, and they sent it and packed it improperly, and it was destroyed with seawater. Oh, God. So I went, hat in hand, bowed before him. I said, this won't happen again, sir. Please, we'll replace the order at no cost to you. The second shipment they sent was full of black spots in the paper. He rejected it immediately. So then I meet a man in Long Island, New York, and he is a watercolor paper expert. And he says, if you will pay my way there and back, I will teach them how to make the perfect watercolor paper. So I sent a letter to mother, and this is mother's reply. This is all a dream in the air and cannot be realized. That's it. And she told me I had to drop it. And which I did. That's it. Yeah. But she allows the you know disciple to go through that process, to at one point to realize that look how it has to be made. So that is where the spirit of sacrifice. And this, uh, I mean, I really feel like emphasizing again and again because um, thanks to technology, we are very impatient. We want things, even supermind, 50 years, where is it, where is it, where is the new, people want to see the new race. Yeah. yeah. And when mother was asked this, she said, wait for a couple of thousand, few thousand years. It's a something marvelous, mega, I mean, it cannot be made by, uh, what can be made instantly is you color your hairs brown or green or blue and you know, say I am a new, fashion can be done instantly. But not genuine stuff. And that's what we see today. So this, as, as an aside, what, what this wishful thinking about a new world. It, see, the genuine ones will not be deceived. They'll go through everything and eventually arrive. But what the vital has done, it has created the 
imitation of that dream worlds dream destinations fashion or oh, life is beautiful but if you just probe it you will see that it's all hollow and if one can't see that it's hollow then one has to go through and understand its hollowness so that's the law of descent into the people of anas why god created hell well he created hell so that we can go there strip ourselves and get totally <laughs> take a good wash <laughs> like children you know mothers take them to the washroom when they are dirty and they crying don't 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 but she doesn't listen she pours water washes everything when they come out okay now they are fine but during that phase why are you taking me through hell well hell is necessary because you are living only in a bubble and if the bubble doesn't break you won't do the real stuff if but in the going to manhood in the 60s uh, there was a true attempt by many absolutely and uh, of course that? there was also lsd and other drugs which mother said was an opening for some but it was very dangerous yeah 60s yeah. the counterculture movement came up yes hippie movement came up so it was to break free from the past and they started conceiving and this yes. conception is all right shubindu says that even in life divine that the first thing that will happen is that this new idea will seize the imagination of the race so that imagination was seized fired but then shubindu had the backup plan see divine is wonderful he has the backup plan first way back then he starts this so what was the backup plan so people you know there was a movie steven spielberg cocoon mm. so i happened to see it on 21st february <laughs> i was in <laughs> fmc so that movie was so fascinating because you have all these beings who are luminous who are all the ideas of you know new creation because he had come to oroville and he was obviously fired with this idea of new creation but he created that that beings have come from interstellar spaces <laughs> and which is okay wonderful as a conception and imagination at that age it, it was so oh my god yes this wonderful so wonderful yeah. but in reality it's this not how it has to be built so long back shubindra has written all these writings how it will be created not through wishful thinking and at one point when mother was asked mother since we are about the new world how is the new world to be created you know what she says hasn't shurbindu said it yeah. is given in the vedas yes. through the effect of agni and what is agni hmm. will and faith will has to persist in that direction and faith not through imagination imagination is good necessary at a stage when you are in a childhood childhood infancy of the soul it's wonderful imagination you imagine but the adulthood of the soul has to struggle and fight so he says <laughs> man's three stages of evolution needs is uh, uh, things so he says that there was one thing which he got right so there is the camel man and there is the lion man and then the child So he says, ultimately, it is true that to be that child, divine child, full of wonder and delight, is the inevitable destiny. And the camel man is the beginning. Camel man is who? Who is just like a donkey, following slave of nature. It's camel man. He does whatever nature puts over the burden. He has to bear the burden. Man lifted up the burden of his feet. He says, but in the middle, you have to go through the phase of lion man. You take the challenge of life head on. and say okay 
Oh, see, I come to measure myself with thee. <laughs> that poem to the sea where he says, You will drown me, all right. I'll be more stubborn than my fate. He says, You will oppress me, I'll be, I'll die with all your force, you will drown me and oppress me with your entire power. He says, Still, I will not yield. This is the spirit with which. Uh, you know, the new world is built. <laughs> it's not built by <laughs> just uh, thinking about it. So those who want to come to Auroville or Ashram, any place, believing that it's an ideal world, well, it is, but you have to discover it still. In, and it is still a lot in the making. She says that, that what we fight yes. here, what we represent. And she says, we are far behind. And what is the deficiency? He says, our deficiency is that old world we hold on to. So we are behind. But in many ways we are far ahead. If you look at it, it's a world in transition. It's amazing. If you look at the old world and its ways, in many ways, you know, one is ahead. But you look at the ideal, falls far short. Far beyond. So it is something amazing. <laughs> it is liberated from the old ways of life, but the new way we are still figuring out. And it's so wonderful to feel your way through the new creation. <laughs> yes. I don't know if we have much time Left, Maybe we can just read a little or maybe, anything yes, else we read want a to. Bit, yeah. yes. So we're going to do page uh, 217 next time, hmm. but I'd like to read a yes. little bit because this is. 217. Uh, 217, yes. This is ah, yes. a very, very difficult canto. Sri Aurobindo has to go through the darkest of the dark and bring their light so I begin on the end of 216 a lone discoverer in these menacing realms guarded like termite cities from the sun oppressed mid crowd and tramp and noise and flare passing from dusk to deeper dangerous dusk he wrestled with powers that snatched from mind its light and smote from him their clinging influences. Soon he emerged in a dim, wallless space, for now the people tracks were left behind. He walked between wide banks of failing eve. Around him grew a gaunt spiritual blank a threatening waste, a sinister loneliness that left mind bare to an unseen assault, an empty page on which all that willed could write stark, monstrous messages without control. A traveling dot on downward roads of dusk, mid barren fields and barns and straggling huts and a few crooked and phantasmal trees, he faced a sense of death and conscious void. But still a hostile life unseen was there, whose death-like poise, resisting light and truth, made living a bleak gap in nullity. He heard the grisly voices that deny Assailed by thoughts that swarmed like spectres.
spectral hordes, a prey to the staring phantoms of the gloom and terror approaching with its lethal mouth, driven by a strange will down, ever down, the sky above a communique of doom. He strove to shield his spirit from despair, but felt the horror of the growing night and the abyss rising to claim his soul. So this is the next canto after the greater life. One has to pass through it and worse, then one enters into the paradise of the life gods. And it's very interesting, the paradise is a realm uh, which is meant for the, the warrior souls. So after you have battled with the night, then you deserve the paradise. That's the whole story. You know, in, in Indian thought, so many stories like that. There are kings and warriors, earthly warriors, who were allowed to enter into paradise and even live there. Pururavas is one example. Arjun himself. They're all warrior souls. But Trishanku was denied because he's trying to go there by somebody else's merit. Vishamitri is saying, with my tapasya, but they say, this is not the law. You can't just enter like that. You have to be purified. That's what is meant that in the mortal body you cannot come. The soul can pass into it, but not the mortal body, meaning thereby all that is the burden of mortality. But there have been beings who have been, you know, who have battled in the Deva Sursangram, in the war between the forces of darkness and light, and they are admitted into the paradise. And then they come back to earth after a boon or they go further. Of course, Ashupati ascends further. And this uh, uh, aspect of paradise after the war is what we see is distorted today. This vital world has distorted everything. And today, uh, what is known as jihad is what actually? Jihad literally means f- battle against the enemies. And who are the enemies? They are all within. Now, Indian mystic thought always knew this. That, you know, you have to ruthlessly battle against all the six enemies of the soul. But unfortunately, what happened with a, a religion, not no more a religion, it's just a socio-political, you know, it's just a hollow shell. Uh, there's no religion about it. In Islam, because they, there is a whole side of Islam, we didn't allow the evolutionary impulsion. It's there in Descent into Night. So, you know, one must speak about yes. it. And it's all over the world today. So what, what was denied was this evolutionary impulsion in a hardcore Islam, the Sunnis. Whereas in Siyas, the evolutionary impulsion was allowed, which accepted that there would be other masters mm-hmm. and everything, which opened the line of evolution so that whenever human beings have a misconception, it can be corrected. But unfortunately, the hardcore prevailed. Why? Because these people were cowards. They literally remained quiet. They didn't speak a word that, look, you know, you are distorting. This is not the teaching of Muhammad. And in the end, it led to this chaos where jihad became fight outside. Everybody who doesn't believe in your God, your conception of God, whatever it is. In fact, there is no God. I don't, don't understand how can you not believe in impersonal, but that's a different debate altogether. So, you don't believe, you deserve to die. 
What is the original conception? It is death of the ego within. But you start killing people. And then do it in the name of God. Why? Because if you do that, you will earn a place in paradise. But that paradise is within when you slay the ego, when you go through that process of vital purification, where you slay the enemies. The, as Shubhendra describes that Krishna within has to be nurtured. See how beautifully he writes Synthesis of Yoga. He says, sacrifice normally carries a sense of mortification. But that's not what we mean by the term. He says, Krishna within has to be nurtured and nourished. He's the divine child who must grow. And after saying all that, he says, but... These have to be excised thoroughly. Whatever pain they may cause in the passing, this band of the spirits, enemies, or names, whose names are lust, greed, fear, anger, etc., etc. <laughs> they have to be excised. This is the jihad. And this was always remembered in India. In India, in Vedic times, you see that battle with the night. He'll talk about the grey python night right mm-hmm. below, which is the Vritrasur. This is the last battle. Python that, you know, who strangles and yet you have to stay alive. If you read through, you know, it will. It comes to a point where he is gasping. And yet, with yes. that light, yes. with that faith, he stays alive. So, who wins? Mother says, she has made no illusions about the yoga. She says, the victory comes to the most persevering. Endure with faith. You have to endure. This is the passage. Today itself, I was, you know, sharing with someone... I said, you know, when people came here initially, so many of these old devotees or disciples, so some of them, uh, these are real stories incidentally. So they would go and ask, sir, uh, now you joined the ashram, so uh, what should we do? You know, they want to practice sadhana. There were no books like that, there were no classes like There were some classes, Amal Kiran, Purani, some of them used to take. But then they want to do sadhana. So... The reply which these sensible disciples said, look here, one year, just stay. <laughs> Get rooted. Get rooted, just stay. Because otherwise you'll be just taken away. Just stay, just stay, stay on, just put your roots here. Then yes, you'll grow because it's a long journey for which we have to be prepared. Mother says at one point, you know, some people get very, oh, descent into night. The mother says at one point, just to discover the psychic being, she says you have to be armed with the patience and endurance as of those who are in search of new continents. Meaning thereby you don't know the path, basically new continents. But you know there is a place like that. So you are in search. What route the journey will take? That's why she used the word adventure. She says that for this yoga, you need something of the spirit of adventure. It's not like a permanent route map given, one for all, handout given, sir. One, two, three, four, five, six steps, please do it. And you will see one door after another opening. No. It's a real adventure in real time and space. And that actually makes it fascinating because it's something real and alive. It's not a dead mental plan. It's something real and alive. And then at the end, it's such a joy. Or the discovery challenge. I would recommend that you all read This is the Sailor on the Flow of Time. It's a long passage and you should read it as a sustained passage. Because it's one of the greatest. Yes. One of the the world matters slow discoverer. Yes. 
and it goes through launched, all the four stages of human life who has launched his craft in tiny bays of self oh. and even then he says after he has discovered everything on earth yeah. <laughs> his target is beyond he yes. says and never can the mystic void cease and never can the mystic sailor rest until the mons of god have overtaken his night yes it has to be that journey through the night and there comes these messages which we'll talk about next time but Good. just to say what these messages are when we try there are some people who are in a hurry i want to make my mind silent actually unthinking mind is also silent by the way it has the illusion of silence <laughs> what happens in an unthinking mind all kinds of messages oh i heard a voice from shirbindo what did the voice say is a real story by the way it asked me to jump into the well and i jumped oh no <laughs> you know that story <laughs> yeah i know that story. i had the voice i have to follow blindly yeah. there was this tirupati tirupati would get the surge he had lost his head and he was supposed to incarnate faith felt a state of aggrandizement you know because that power is so tremendous so shirvindo sent him from here and everything was arranged mm-hmm. for him with his uncle to stay take care because here the pressure was very intense and every few days he was saying those letters are very interesting the and conversations so he would send a letter uh, i am coming and shirvindo said no don't come yeah. and he would say but i heard your voice so shirvindo would say but i am saying that <laughs> no you are testing me inner you is telling me to come but the outer you is telling not to come because you want to see my faith see how the faith is twisted the inner you is telling me to come outwardly you are saying this which is not look at what it means it yeah. means that he is yeah. saying that you are telling a lie yeah. see how the night can work but inner you is telling me to come because you are testing me so that to test my faith whether i can come or not and so me that telegrams he would send no don't come and then he had to involve whether this whole thing about inner i am getting guidance is please be careful it 100 times it doesn't come like starting to you know everything that we feel everything that we suggestions we start taking it as divine guidance divine guidance is a big thing it's real it's real 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 but it doesn't it's not like you know every yes. <laughs> every moment i am getting a moment there are people who will say i am getting a guidance that i should actually it has happened even recently uh comes to my doorstep i want to see you i said yes please come no the mother is telling me not to come very <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> I, I in in my in my heart I said good for me. <laughs> Then after some time, finally the person came because you know that's how things are today. So I had to you know explain. I said, see, uh, just try to understand. At least have a foothold on sanity. Don't. <laughs> we'll talk about what mother is saying. This is how it gets. Anything, any suggestion. Now imagine mother is told that you go and meet him okay according to the person mother is told and within 2 3 minutes the person has come or 5 minutes mother now tells me not to see you i mean common sense would tell you that both messages are you know fabrications of your own mind 
Mother has told me which hospital I should go. Mother has told me which doctor I should. I mean, divine doesn't work like this. If anybody who has ever got real sense of the divine working would know that it's not like this. Go to doctor so and so. It can happen very rarely in some instances. But generally, the, what did the mother say? Go to a doctor whom you have faith in and take the medicines that you give in, with faith and trust that the grace will heal. So simple life can be. Mother and Sri Aurobindo have so often sent people away or told them not to come because the force was too great and it could shatter them. We have the two lines in Savitri. An answering touch yeah. might shatter all measures made yes. and earth sink, sink down, down with the weight of the infinite. Yes. And this behind, if you look at behind all this, is nothing but self-aggrandizing ego. Those who get the guidance are not going around saying, I am being guided. <laughs> they are quiet about it. <laughs> they are quiet about it. This self-aggrandizing ego is creates that because you want to become a yogi. Even yogi is now a big, you know, <laughs> you can, with yogi you can get many things done. Huh? Yogi is a yogi. He gets all sorts, you know, he's guided by the mother. Once somebody asked me, I said, okay, he's guided by the mother. How do you know that he's guided by the mother? No, no, he has told. I said, exactly. So anybody will say anything, you will just believe. This is like a WhatsApp message coming and just believing. Guided by the mother, it's a tremendous thing. Yes, there is a guidance, but it doesn't, you know, hundreds of times a day, like WhatsApp messages, the divine is sitting and messaging us. I'm guided by the mother. So be very careful. This is what we are reading. We'll elaborate upon this. That messages. We'll just read those two lines. Which was the page? 217. So he says so beautifully. And then we'll stop. An empty page. A threatening waste, sinister loneliness that left mind bare to an unseen assault. Uh, we'll read it to see the atmosphere that these forces create. That's how one will know. Wherever you start feeling that acute loneliness, that feeling of despair, depression, know that the tail is there. <laughs> Body can come any time. Pessimism. That left, you start having a bleak view of everybody. Nobody is good. Everybody is, you know. Haribil, I am the only fellow in the world chosen by God to reveal all his messages. That was one fellow who did that 2000 years back and the result is what we are seeing today in the form of bombs. <laughs> I am getting messages. This is exactly what happened. All kinds of messages. After 300 years, somebody compiled his messages which are all within his head. Mm -hmm. For those who don't know what I am speaking about, Quran was actually written 300 years later. Ask the fellow who wrote, how did you know these messages he got? But that's, look at the unthinking humanity. It accepts all this. And that's why we see Shurabindo made sure everything he wrote. <laughs> Between Shurabindo and the mother, 65 volumes. But we want something like that, messages from God. There have been books like that, incidentally. Messages from God, conversations with God. Now I don't want to be very explicit. But be careful of all this. We have directly, thankfully, mother's writings and the yoga through which we can receive and awaken. But they are very fascinating reading. Oh, God said, thus said God. <laughs> so he says, so what happens in that state? 
stark monstrous messages without control these monstrous messages are not just about the extreme go and kill monstrous messages are i am god please watch that you know don't watch rather <laughs> who was that uh, fellow who is uh, started a new country you know that kailash <laughs> kailash this even he has started his passport and he tells everybody you know what Shurbindo, he uses a, one place you even said Shurbindo. He spoke about creating Superman, but I am the Superman who can create Superman just like this. With a finger, I can create Superman. I don't know where he is hiding, but police is after him, so he has created a place which is called Kailash. And this is actually a passport release that without the passport you can't visit the country. <laughs> Please be careful of such messages. they come from the night yes first purify spend lot of time whole life purification is not enough she will take care of the rest it's better not to receive messages than to receive messages which are going to mislead us toward the abyss so that's why shivindo used to keep saying that you know keep your head on your shoulders steady <laughs> it's better to walk little 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 towards the goal than to suddenly take a leap and enter into the abyss okay namaste namaste